0: So I got asked the other day, where did the podcast come from? Well, the podcast comes from a blog. And the blog came from a really bad novel that I wrote. Here's how it happened. I had written this horrible novel, and it, was, it really was a bad one. It had, like, flashbacks and flash forwards and flash sideways and several villains. It was horrible. But I wanted to self-promote it, sell it on Amazon. And I, I read that a great way to promote it is to start a blog, build a following, use the following to sell the book. But what to write about that wasn't going to seem stale and just I'm writing to be writing. It has to be something that can be fresh week in, week out, build that audience. And so I, I racked my brain for a couple of weeks. I couldn't come up with anything. And then I was in line at Starbucks and I was behind this couple. They were obviously together, but they were having the most polite, sweet, horrible argument I've ever heard. You know, he was saying things like, you know, just to start it, um, you know, we need to decide if the kids are going to take football or lacrosse this season. I like the idea of lacrosse. I played that when I was in my teens. And she's looking at a parfait and she says, well, that's because you want the kids to be violent assholes like you and your brother, dear. And he's looking at a protein pack and he says, well, there's no reason to be a bitch. Honey, you know, and they were saying this stuff back and forth. At this point, there'd probably be a fistfight in my family, but they just kept this up. And I began tweeting, not tweeting it, posting little snippets of it on Facebook. And after about 45 minutes, a friend of mine texted me and she said, You know, you have been looking for something to blog about. This has been hysterical. What they're doing with your sarcastic comments, this has been awesome. And that's where the idea for the blog came from. And so we are going to visit that couple that I call the evil couple in today's episode called In the Beginning, Evil Couple, Part One. Me state for the record I am not stalking these people this couple happens to be the inspiration for the humor blog that led to the podcast and after I saw them the first time I resolved that the next time I because I'd seen them in there before I just never paid any attention in Starbucks but uh, I resolved that the next time I saw them I was going to write down what they were doing so this is that first, story about them now i like to stop by starbucks prior to work surf the net answer emails and one of my unfortunate habits is that i listen into other people's conversations for the most part this is boring and then i met them when thoreau said that some most men live lives of quiet desperation he just wasn't talking out of his ass if you listen to someone else's conversation, typically it's inane and dumb. My conversations, too, for the most part. And I first noticed them in line. She's about 5'7", maybe about 120 pounds, in her late 30s. Blonde hair that would hang to the middle of her back if there was any style to it. Instead, it kind of shoots out from the side of her head in kind of a blonde, uh, a low-rise afro. A uh, little bit of a Roseanne, Rosanna Dana look for Saturday Night Live, uh, Saturday Night Live fans. Czechoslovakian-type features, uh, cleaned up and dressed properly. This is a very good-looking woman. She wears a nondescript T-shirt that is extra, extra extra-large baggy, uh, exceptionally busty. And after turning to the side, there's enough jiggle that tells me she's not wearing a bra. You know, when, when each breast moves independent of its partner, something's up. She's also wearing sweatpants made popular by Arnold Schwarzenegger back in the 70s when he was working out at Muscle Beach in Venice, those big heavy ones. Standing behind her is a man in surgical scrubs. He's mid to late 40s. Distinguished. You you would trust your life with him. He's well-groomed. And they were together. I know this because he was turned looking at something outside the window when the next spot at the register opened up. She noticed he was turned away and didn't see, so she flicked out her hand tapping him to get his attention, and hit him right in the nuts. Now to be fair, it was low, I couldn't see it perfect, I couldn't tell if it was a true nut shot, but his head whipped around quick enough, and he flinched, so it definitely could have been. She spoke to the cashier in low tones, her voice clipped and fast, too low for me to hear. Now the cashier evidently was a little slow to grab the cup and begin writing, so she took it from him, and the pen. Now, what caught my eye was that it was such a a casually crappy thing to do, both me and the cashier were just stunned. She finally handed it back and walked off without a thank you, go to hell, offer to pay, nothing. Just left her husband there. It was awesome. End of part one. I hope you enjoyed today's offering. If you want more, can't get enough, listen to more episodes. Or you can go to Amazon and search Caffeinated Humor. There are currently six books in the series, and they are amazing. You will love them. You can also go to BitterMac.com, B-I-T-T-E-R-M-A-C, which is the home of the Caffeinated Humor blog. Thank you, and have a great day.